You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Run the Riot podcast. Yes, I've kept you waiting long enough, and uh, here's another episode. I've actually had this one recorded uh, for a little bit now, and it's about time it just gets posted, you know, and I've got another one that should be posting pretty soon. So uh, life has been crazy, but it's been good. Life has been very busy, but it's been good. And so, man, I hope you guys are having a good time. Hope you enjoyed watching UTMB and Hard Rock and all the races that have been going on. Run Rabbit Runs about to happen. So much happening. Uh, things like Killian releasing his training information from Koros and, and his training plans and all that. Man, it's been fun. And uh, I've just been taking it all in. I've been really busy. But, you know... Uh, life's good. I've, I've scaled back on running just a little bit. Uh, been doing some jujitsu, uh, still working out every day, either lifting, running, or jujitsu, sometimes both, sometimes all three. Um, but just, uh, stepping back, letting some things heal up. And I'm, I'm, I'm just letting myself get, um, I don't know, get ready to, to race again, getting myself, getting that hunger back, you know, getting that fire. Uh, like, like Jeremy said with the ultra running guys, you know, getting that beast ready to, to just explode. And so, uh, yeah, so that's where I've been guys. But today we've got a podcast that, uh, this has been, uh, it's been pretty interesting. Uh, it's a fellow by the name of Thomas McGinn and he came up with the creation. I love this. I like, like entrepreneurial type things. I love running. I love coffee. And this is running coffee. It, he, he created long run coffee. Now, now we don't just talk about coffee for the whole podcast. We talk about running. We talk about all kinds of things. But uh, ultimately, he started a company called Long Run Coffee. It's electrolyte infused coffee. And I tell you, it's good. Okay. I've had it. It's very good. And so, uh, anyway, we just have a great talk about running. We have a great talk about coffee and how he came up with all this stuff. And, uh, it's a good time, man. So, but before we get started, you know, we got to thank our sponsors and first the outlaw race series. You've got to check out the Outlaw Race Series. Uh, great races put on by awesome people. Um, you know, there's the Outlaw 100 that goes from 135 all the way down to 5K, the Lake McMurtry Run, Greater Roadrunner, uh, Trail Run at Roman Nose State Park, the Flower Moon, Dark and Dirty, the Flat Rock, which is about to happen on my birthday, September 24th. I'll be there crewing my daughter, running her first ultra. Go Kristen. If you want to come cheer her on and, uh, Come on, come to the Flat Rock. It's awesome. Um, also, the Thunderbird in Norman. And uh, yeah, great races, man. If you want some good races that explore different areas, different state parks in Oklahoma, check out the Outlaw Race Series, www.outlaw100.com. So I know we all have issues sometimes where you get some achy muscles, you get some some ouchies, some some things going on. Well, what helps me with my ouchies is Puritiva. Uh, Puritiva is bioavailable CBD that has an awesome delivery system. It's made in the USA. And I have to tell you, their sleep chews are amazing. You take their sleep chews, dude, you're going to sleep. It's going to be good. You have cool dreams. All right. Um, there's also a cream and a roll on. 
Um, just great stuff. If you want to check it out, you go to tiva.terio.run, tiva.theriot.run, T-I-V-A dot the riot dot run, and it'll bring you to the link to the site, and uh, you can check out some of those things. Um, and uh, last but not least, we want to thank Runner's World Tulsa. Man, those guys are awesome. You need to check out Runner's World Tulsa. If you're in the Tulsa area, you need anything for running, uh, or if you're passing through, check it out. You can also go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com. Check out their races. Check out the gear. Just check it out, you know? They got all you need, all right? And uh, and so after listening to today's podcast, if you want to check out uh, Long Run Coffee, check this out. There's a special Long Run Coffee for the Run the Riot podcast. Yeah, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. But basically, you go to Long Run Coffee and you click on uh, some of the community links and there's a Run the Riot Roast. How about that, huh? Run the Riot Roast uh, coffee filled, fueled uh, with electrolytes infused. So, uh, yeah, check that out, man. I, you could, if you're going to buy it, you might as well buy the Run the Riot Roast, you know? It's got our logo on it and everything, man. So if you check it out, uh, shoot me a, a message or something and let me know how you like it. I would love to hear how you like it. All right. Well, uh, I think that's about it, man. Hey, it's good to be back. I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, hope you're being blessed. And uh, man, I'm going to get back in the saddle on this uh, as soon as I get get my schedule kind of where it needs to be. But uh, But man, listen to our chat with Thomas McGinn. All right, today on the Run the Riot podcast, we have Thomas McGinn of Long Run Coffee. Thomas, what's going on, man? Can I call you Tom or Thomas? I you can you can call me either one. I do go by both. This actually this just came up at a work event. Um, half the people called me Thomas, and the other half called me Tom. And the the Thomas crowd was offended that I didn't give them permission to call me Tom. <laughs> nice. I don't know when I made the mental shift to do a personal rebrand into the Tom <laughs> area, but I do do both. Both are good. Well, what, what do your friends call you? My girlfriend, Jenny, calls me Thomas because that's you know how she got to know me. Okay. My brother calls me Tom. You know, it's going to be a mixed bag kind of through and through. I might throw both of them at you, dude. <laughs> so so my, my wife, uh, if you listen to the podcast, I refer to her as Jen a lot. And when we were dating, I uh, her, she told me her name was Jennifer and I started calling her Jen. And she said, most people call her Jennifer. And I kept calling her Jen. And so now everybody ca- starts calling her Jen, but she prefers Jennifer. And so <laughs> anyway, you, I messed, you pioneered I, it here. I messed it up. I messed her up. But anyway, so. Uh, so Tom or Thomas, <laughs> Either where, are one, you, of course. Yeah, where are you from, man? Where I, I am originally from Brookfield, Wisconsin, a suburb just outside Milwaukee. Okay. Um, it's okay. not, it's not a particularly small suburb, but you know, if you're not from the area, you may not have heard of it. Uh, I do live in Chicago now though, right okay. across from Wrigley field. You can actually nice. see it out my window as I'm talking to you here. Uh, oh. but yeah, that is where I live now. Nice. So I've been to Wisconsin once. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been there once. It was cool. Got to go to Brewer Stadium there and all that, but I haven't been where you are now. Really? Um, how, how, how is it over there now, man? I mean, because all we hear out of Chicago is people getting shot and stuff. <laughs> are you? Are it's you not, to- yeah, no, I mean, I tell you what, that is a big part of the news. Uh, yeah. yeah, the string of news stories. But um, I certainly like living here. I, I spent some time living in New York City. Okay. And when you 
downgrade from the <laughs> uh, disaster that is New York City to <laughs> Chicago. This seems like an absolute paradise. Not, well, I just think of, you know, you know, you know, we're runners and stuff and running out there. You got to, you know, got to be safe. <laughs> yeah, no, it's absolutely true. I don't do a whole lot of events just around here in the city that require me to go like overnight. Yeah. Uh, if any, if anything, if I'm doing something really long, it will be, you know, early in the morning yeah. and then you can kind of get it done before it's, you know, too late. I don't know yeah. what I would do if I wanted to do something like an overnight effort. You know, if I'm yeah. training for like a yeah. hundred mile or something, yeah. I'd probably go home to do it. Yeah. Field. Just run yeah. circles in my neighborhood. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. But yeah, that's, that's uh early in the morning. That's usually when all the, you know, everybody's back in bed and all the riffraff sleeping and, and everything else. So, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, so tell me, tell me how, how old are you, man? I am 25. Nice. nice. All right. Yeah, I just had a moment last week where I had to do the math. I was like, I'm 26. I'm for sure 26. And then I was actually quite delighted to learn I'm not 26. <laughs> well, I don't feel bad, man, because I'm I'm 47, and uh, I'll just say that there's a website that you can you can go to, and it's it's how I don't even know what if you do a search for how old am I, you put in your birthday and year, and it tells you how old you are. Someone put a lot of time into building a website for that. Yeah, it's pretty funny, man. I found that. I was like, oh, that's so cool. So if I forget how old I am, I'm like, am I turning 48 or am I, I don't know. <laughs> so what, uh, what brought you to Wisconsin? No, I'm not. In, I'm, in, I'm in Oklahoma. I, oh, oh, when I went to uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. So I went, I went on a, a mission trip to Africa with okay. a church uh, in Wisconsin. We, we met, um, where did we meet? We met at the airport and uh, me and um, a couple guys met me and a friend, we met, met up with them at the airport in Atlanta. And then we went to Africa with their group and, uh, we brought, uh, medical aid to, uh, to some, some villages and different things. And we did some teaching and all kind of stuff. And so they, I got to go back over there to, to kind of speak to their church and report to their church. I'm trying to remember the name of the church. It's a big, big old church. Um, but anyway, we got to go out there and just kind of share what, what we did and, uh, share about the, the whole deal. Yeah. So, I went to a, I went to a Catholic high school in Milwaukee and okay. they did a lot of that kind of stuff. I yeah. was hoping that you were going to say, oh, it was this high school, uh, you know, just in, in the yeah, center yeah. of Milwaukee. And the, that'd have been crazy. Yeah, I know, but no such luck. Yeah. I think it was Elm, Elmbrook, something like that or something. Brook. Oh, the name of the okay. Yeah. That's yeah. A, I, okay. I, you know, there's a really big church that's uh, called Elmbrook. It. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. That could be it. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that, yeah, that's the only time I've been there, but it was, it was pretty cool. And I'd like to go back and have, it was a quick trip. I'd like to go back sure. and, and and have more time to, to spend out there and, and check it all out. So, so 25 years old, man, uh, have you been, I mean, what did you do in high school, man? Did you run? Did you, did you do sports? What'd you do? Um, so yeah, we were just talking about this. So I, I went to a Catholic high school and yeah. they, there were no gym classes. I, I think that's sort of, I, I think normal high schools have gym classes. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in lieu of that, we had fitness requirements. Huh. And if you didn't want to do a sport, you could go to the gym in the school. I, I don't know, a couple times a week for, you know, X hours and fulfill your requirement that way, or you could do a sport. And cross country was the fall sport. And of course, being like one of the few non-cut sports in the yeah. fall, yeah. you would have like 300 freshmen. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. And 
I mean, that I don't know if that sounds like a lot to people, but to put it into perspective, it was like easily three or four times the size of every other school there just yeah. because of the way that this requirement worked out. And every single cross-country race we would go to, so I did it with my twin brother too. Um, we weren't much of runners at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but every single race we would go to, it would be like the first 20 finishers would be all market high guys. Nice. That was my high school. I know it was, it was crazy. And they would give us like four or five starting blocks. It'd yeah. be like half the field. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we better, we better sweep the podium. Well, yeah. No kidding. It's <laughs> crazy. It would be embarrassing not to. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I did run cross country in high school. I think run, we may need to put in air quotations there because it was anything but running. And it, most of the freshmen would have done anything to get out of cross country, myself yeah. included. Yeah, I wasn't much of a runner at the time. And I feel like it's it's actually a, kind of a commonly told story now is, oh, I hated running, hated everything about it yeah, all the yeah. way through. And then I one day just learned to love it. Something happens. You have some sort of experience and then it, some you, you know, learn to love as an adult. Yeah, I, it's true. And, and uh, like a Friday, I'll be speaking at, a, at the school I work at. I'll be speaking to our cross country kids. And, th and there are some that love it, you know, young, but like I didn't, you know, I couldn't, I ran, I wrestled and I, I hated the running the coach made us do in wrestling, you know, the sprints and all that. But so there are some that do, but more often than not, the people that I, I talked to in an interview, they did some other sport and running was that punishment <laughs> or evil part yeah. of it, you know, that they had to do. Yeah, you know, that might, I mean, I suppose that could be part of it is like learning growing up playing soccer or whatever else it is. Soccer is like such a common one, right? I think yeah, yeah. everyone at some point played soccer and it's always running is used as a punishment for people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to do this full, full time. That's yeah. the only part of the sport. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> well, um, so what made you, when did you decide, you know, that you want to, like you, you didn't have to, but you wanted to start running. Yeah. So I, you know, we got through high school, that fitness requirement wasn't always there, but I was in and out of cross country, just, okay. you know, meeting people, it, it being a good way to connect with, you know, other people at school. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, get to college. I didn't really run up until my junior year of college. Um, and even then the origin story is not one of loving <laughs> running. It was, yeah a kind of a backwards way to get into it. So my cousin and I, we, this was all a scheme to go to Florida for a trip. So <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, we're basically, we're looking at, we're looking at ways to go to Florida. We're like, oh, we really want to take this trip and it would be awesome. A great way to go over winter break. It's cold in Wisconsin. It is very cold in Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 We want to go somewhere else. Um, and our family's really big into Disney. So it's like, all right, Huh. see the connection here. Yeah. And they obviously they do the, the Disney races. They have the 5k, 10k half marathon, marathon. And in our heads, it was easier to justify picking up and jumping ship going over to Florida for winter. If it was for a productive reason. So we say, okay, we're going to train for a 5k, <laughs> which I know, I mean, I, I've been listening. I told you this earlier. I've been listening to your podcast now for a while and there's not a whole lot of people that come on and say, I trained for the 5k. <laughs> yes. True. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it isn't a common sentence. Um, yeah. but that was the thought at least. Yeah. So we, we log onto the website, 5k sold out, 10k is sold out. Half marathon is sold out. And we're like, all right, we're doing the marathon. 
dude that's awesome i like it and, though. and well, i mean we don't we don't run yeah we don't run so we were like well we i don't know it was the first time for everything we might as well start it's fine it's not it's how hard could it be it's, it's... we i think our time i i think you've had plenty of people on here who may have even finished 100k in the amount of time it took us <laughs> to do the marathon first <laughs> you end up well i mean how much did you actually trade for it though knowing that you had to go 26.2 i you know i i ended up i think my longest run was 18 miles okay so i mean knowing you know being into running now and knowing what i know now and liking to train as i do now it definitely isn't what i would have yeah. like i wouldn't build this plan for myself again yeah it yeah. was uh it was lackluster at yeah. best um, but I mean, the pace that we ran the marathon at, I mean, it was more of a walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was comfortable the whole time. And yeah. when you go that distance, like you, you still are, you feel really accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I when mean, it's it, your first time and you don't know what else to expect. That was my intro into running. And I would be, I'd be raring to say that if I ran it any faster and it was uncomfortable, I don't know that I would have come back. It was nice. a good feedback yeah. loop of this was really comfortable. This was cool. Uh, the Disney marathons are great, especially yeah. as a first, a first time experience, the, yeah. the environment there. Lots of mental stimulation and emotional things. I haven't done them, but I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, you could, I've had, I've had some family members do this. They do have something called the dopey challenge. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about that. Yeah. yeah okay. I have, so I have, yeah. You do all four. And I mean, you could, that's essentially like doing an ultra. Yeah. Yeah, just Over day after day, increasing distances, increasing pain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you can make a makeshift ultra. It might be a little more expensive than your average yeah. trail run, but yeah. So 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 yeah. So I mean, so you went out there and you and you did it though. I mean, you whatever your your motivation was, but you went out and you covered twenty six point two miles um, at Disney. Yeah. So that's I mean that's that's not anything to sneeze at. You know, you're, you know, a lot of people run marathons, but when you look at the general population, not a lot of people run marathons, you know? So right. no, it's absolutely, yeah. it's just, I'm like, I'm scaling what I'm saying, just given your general audience, I, yeah, the marathon. Yeah. You mean a recovery? Yeah, recovery, recovery. Yeah. You mean like Saturday? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And so, so, so you guys got it done. You got to spend time in Florida. Did you have, did you have a good time in Florida? I mean, was it, oh, yeah. was it, was it oh, worth yeah. it? it? Was All right. Yeah, highly yeah. recommend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so you enjoyed it, and like you said, the feedback loop was good. So, so how did you? Where did you take your running from there? Like, what did you do? Did you do some other races and go back and actually like do some five Ks and ten Ks? Or no, I, I mean, not not really. Nothing, nothing overly organized. So that was really the the start of like my original health journey. We'll call it. Yeah. I don't yeah. run for health anymore. But that was like my first opening into exercise, trying to eat in a way that is in line with your goal of training for something. Yeah. Um, so brought essentially just brought that back home with me, tried to keep it going, ran a little bit every day, tried to eat a little bit better every day and go from there. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get into much longer distances for quite a while after that. So yeah. I probably kept it around... I just three miles like a day for a while until, until 2020 actually ran the marathon again in Disney. I've only done 
I've only done two organized marathons and they're both nice. The Disney marathon. <laughs> the Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to branch out over here. Dude, you got Chicago, man. You can, yeah, you know? no, you're right. I will. I'm, I, is that a coincidence? Do you know I'm signed up? I'm signed up. I'm doing it. Oh, really? Oh, well, there you yeah. go. All right. When, when is the Chicago marathon? I don't even know. Um, that's a great question. So you just I know you're for in. sure know the answer. <laughs> like, to that. I'm in. When is it? I, I, <laughs> I probably should be training. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the first weekend of October. Okay. All right. The ninth. Okay. The ninth. So, I'm confident. So, so you're, you're, you're training, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cause that's not long. That's, that's, that's okay. All right. <laughs> so here's, here's, here's the real, here's the real deal. And I actually want your opinion on this. So all right. I am signed up for the Ironman. Ironman Chattanooga, September 25th. Okay. That is a Sunday. That is two weeks before the Chicago Marathon. Okay. That's enough time to taper. (laughs) 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 All right. However, here's the question. I am a little off course with the Ironman itself. So I, you know, I, I am an, I'm an actuary. And for anyone that doesn't know that there are some continuing education exams to like credential yourself in the career. Um, They're a big time commitment. So I've got exams. I've got my actual career, you know, my day job. I've got this business that I started, which of course we can get into later. um, And then toss on the Ironman. That is just, that is just one too many things. And of those priorities, the Ironman, you know, trying to justify a six hour bike ride (laughs) someday is it's tough. Yeah. I'm not super off course with it. Like yeah. I could get it done. The distance isn't the problem. It is the cutoff. Uh, yeah. Oh, so what I'm used to is doing ultra distance events, but going outside and doing it on my own. Yeah. There is no cutoff time. Yeah. You just do your thing. Yeah. No, I just do my thing. It's all, you know, every time I do something, it's in my own environment. It's something I'm used to. I know the course. It's my neighborhood. Yeah. And there's no, you know, there's no time restrictions. Um, and even when I've done organized races like the Disney marathons or something else, um, there is a cutoff time, but it's, uh, you're going to struggle to really hit it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's kind of different. Um, but for the Ironman, it's not, it's not, oh, if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, getting close to the cutoff time, you're really struggling to finish. Yeah. Uh, no, for me, I could definitely finish the distance, but I'm really teetering with disqualification on the, on the pacing, particularly mm. for the swim. And yeah. If you don't get the swim done. It's like, you're, well, you're, you're done. <laughs> the rest of it is over anyways. Yeah. So now I'm kind of thinking, okay, I have a couple of options. I could either switch to a, a half Ironman, mm-hmm. which I've already done in training, you know, get, we're getting close to the point at which I would be doing Chattanooga, you know, September is not that far away here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I've already done the half Ironman distance. I could just switch into a half Ironman compete, feel good about it. You know, maybe it wasn't the original goal, but still be, you know, have a sense of accomplishment you get the event done and it's a great atmosphere or defer to next year. Yeah. I don't want to defer to next year because (laughs) I want to, I want to move on to something new. I have not done a hundred miler. And man, that is on the bucket list. All right. I like it. I like I it. I don't want to get, I want to get the Ironman done in some capacity and I need to make a decision by August 11th, what I'm going to do. And for the listeners who don't know what day it is, 
it's the ninth. It's August ninth. Yeah. So when so this I comes gotta, out, it'll probably be after that, and the decision will have been made. <laughs> yes, I'll I'll send a mass email. Okay. <laughs> well, what the decision is man that that's that's tough because okay, so a lot of people listening, they're they're ultra runners, and there are some who are very calculated and conservative that would say, you know what, you get out there and you do that half Ironman. And then, you know, that way you'll be you'll be in good shape or better shape for the for the marathon. You know, that's kind of kind of sensible thing, you know, especially if you if you're if you're it sounds like your heart is your your heart is more in the ultra distances and stuff. So but there are some that would say, dude, just go for the full Ironman. You just just go for it. You already did a half and whatever happens, happens. Just just so. It's a really tough call. I, I could just go through with it. And honestly, if at the end of the day, if I, if I don't get the swim done in the amount of yeah. time needed, like I didn't die. It's fine. I yeah. just go so, home and it's yeah. not the end of the world. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and, and it, because at least you could say you gave it a shot, especially if you, if you hadn't done a half Ironman already, you know, but it, it's, you know, it's, that's your call. What kind of man is Tom? <laughs> What would Tom do and what would Thomas do? I think Thomas, Thomas would be more conservative and do the half, but I think Tom would go for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a poll at work. And just what is, what do you normally call me? Do you call me Thomas or Tom? If we get more in the Tom category, we're going for it. We're doing the poll. <laughs> okay. That's it. Real scientific, real scientific way of, of doing it. But you, it sounds like, I mean, it's, it's tough because it sounds like you're not that far. You said you're not that far behind and, you know, in training or whatever. Um, that's a tough call, man. That is a tough call. Um, but you, you also don't want to go out there and overextend and, and injure yourself and not be able to do Chicago. Right. So yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of a tricky, it's tricky, you know, and I think what, if I, if I could redo the plan here, the plan would probably be not to sign up for a formal Ironman in the first place. I'm very accustomed to mm -hmm. training because I like it. Yeah. Do, setting a goal, having this distance in mind and just doing it on my own and enjoying the process. Yeah. I think yeah. I would probably do that. And honestly, yeah. that's kind of still on the table. Yeah. You get a, it, there is another, there's a third option and it's the, the partial refund. It's very, yeah. It's, <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> and you being a money man, you know, money that's man. the technical term. Partial <laughs> yeah, yeah. refund. That's what Iron Man calls it. I, I call it more of a slight rebate. Yeah. 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 It, it is a fraction of what yeah, it's probably what 10, 20%, something like that. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh man. Yeah. That's, that, that's tough. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of so, put my my coach hat on. I would ask you, I would ask where your heart is, you know, um, you know where, and because I ask that a lot when when I have runners that are that are like trying to debate on two races, like which one gets you excited, what get you know what gets you excited, and if if you're really excited about Chicago, which is, you know, you don't want to do anything that'll put the kibosh on that, and it sounds like you're kind of a little bit ambivalent about the full iron man but anyway i'm just i'm just helping you process man <laughs> no yeah a quick note for all the listeners if you want free coaching from david <laughs> just start a business and badger him into letting you on his podcast <laughs> <laughs> ask a bunch of questions i tell you what i think i think my heart is in running i tolerate swimming i yeah. like biking yeah but running is really where 
you know, where I enjoy spending yeah. the most time. And yeah. honestly, that's been part of the problem with the training is I don't swim and bike every day. I do run every day. Yeah. And I initially got into swimming and biking in the absence of being able to run. I, mm. I was nursing some sort of injury, you know, nothing crazy. Like it, it's one of those running type injuries where yeah. it, it essentially impacts your life exactly zero other than not being able to run. Yeah. Yeah. So that was last year. I started biking a bunch and then I thought, okay, well, I just, you know, my goal distance last year was to bike 120 miles. That's the Ironman distance. Yeah. So I did it. I've done plenty of marathons, um, yeah. you know, organized or not. And then, okay, we'll just add in swimming. And there you go. We're at the Ironman. I'm already yeah. doing the biking. I'm enjoying yeah. it. We'll yeah. just keep it going. I can't run right now. So I may as well throw myself into biking and swimming and then we'll add running back in when I'm healthy. Yeah. The problem was <laughs> when I was healthy is like, now all I'm going to do is run. Yeah. Yeah. I've dug myself a hole here yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think the half, I think the half is a good, a good way out. Yeah. It's a good, it's, it's definitely an, an accomplished distance. Yeah, it and is. I feel good about, you know, yeah. you still got to go be a part of the experience Yeah, in some capacity. And I'm, I tell you, I am actually pretty excited to move on and start looking at some ultra distances again. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. No, I like it, man. And, and, and then, you know, with it being the half, you're, you, you're, you're not as worried about the cutoffs. Cause you put, you know, yeah. Cause you can push a little more for the half and yeah, I don't know. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Let me know, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Now you, you just finished the Tahoe 200. I'm, I'm looking at your hat. I've been, I'm looking, Oh, is yeah, that, that from that, the race? Well, so this, I got, no, I bought it. Well, I bought it in Tahoe at, uh, in 2018. So, all right. So full disclosure, I just ran a hundred miles of the, this year's Tahoe 200. So I didn't, I didn't finish this year. I finished in 2018. I did the, okay. I did the 200 this year. They changed it. It was an out and back and I blew my quads oh, and no. pulled something in my left uh, quad. And uh, I was, I even had a knot in my shoulder from using my trekking pole so much. So at the turnaround, cause it was the fires day, it was a big hundred mile out and back. Um, my wife saw me on the trekking post. She was like, this is not good. And, um, so I tried, tried to do some things, tried to rest a little bit. And, uh, I really, I was ahead, way ahead of cutoffs. I could have probably slept seven hours and tried to get back out. But, um, my, my, my kids who live all over the place, were going to be meeting us there. And, uh, so instead of running for father's day, I got to spend it all with my kids. So anyway, it was, I didn't finish, but I, I got to spend a hundred miles in the mountains and then I wasn't crippled. I healed up pretty good in the next few days. And I was able to go do some hiking and running around Lake Tahoe with my kids. And, uh, it was fantastic. So, you know, that's a yeah. pretty ideal DNF situation. I tell you, I, I think that I could go all out on the first half of the swim here and not have any spare time at all. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you say you're ahead of the cutoffs. You could take a nap. I don't, I don't think I can ever have such luxury. Well, in, in, in these two hundreds, man, it's pretty, pretty conservative. And, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, and, and there's some, you know, some people have to push pretty, pretty hard to get it. But, uh, you know, anyway, I, I, uh, I always say I'm going to take it easy and I'm just going to enjoy the, but when I get out there, I kind of get in, I'm, I'm, you know, I need to, I'm going to get this done and, uh, end up pushing a little bit and, uh, yeah. I, I thought I was being conservative till my I blew my quad. 
So it's, yeah, it's I feel rough. like sometimes that stuff you just like you can't plan for it. Like you could have gone as slow as you wanted, and you know, a hundred miles later, it's like it's a crapshoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, and I live in flat Oklahoma. I mean, really, you know, like I train, you know, and so I, I, and I've, I've trained for it before in flat Oklahoma, but it's just hard to. It's just hard. It's hard to mimic it. It's hard to, and your body, I'm a little bit older now. And, uh, you know, those things weigh on you. I'm not a young buck like you. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you said you've, you've done the 200 before is the 200, the furthest distance you've gone, or have you done something just slightly over that? That's, that's the furthest I've done is, uh, okay. is 200. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of eyeing some, uh, some, there's some trails around here and in Arkansas, uh, there's some FKTs that I think I could probably, you know, some fastest known times I could probably get mm-hmm. close to on, you know, or get close to, to breaking. And so, I don't know, thinking about looking at some of those and, um, those are, those will be longer. Um, but, uh, we'll see. That's the furthest I've done though. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. That's, that seems to be the newest trend. Yeah. Think. There's, yeah, there's a lot of them and, and there's more, it's crazy. Cause there's more, more two hundreds popping up. When I, when I started, my first hundred was in 13 and there weren't a whole lot to choose from. I mean, there were some, but, but now, I mean, there are a lot of hundred mile races that you can, you can choose from. So man, choose wisely on your first one. You know, what are you eyeing? What, what are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking for your first, first hundred? That actually, that is another question I wanted to ask and get your opinion. (laughs) So here's, here's how I run. Here's how I train and here's what I therefore love to do. I run uh, entirely on concrete. There okay. aren't a whole lot of trails here in the city. Okay. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and and when I do finally find a trail, yeah, someone explains to me that yeah, that's not a trail, that's just gravel. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Right. So it's primarily concrete run. Okay. Now I know oh, and I mean there's not a whole lot of hills. This is like pretty much as flat as flat can be. I know you yeah. say you you know, yeah, same. Yeah, it's probably too, same. So yeah. I'm I'm not looking to scale a mountain. And it's not necessarily because I can't, it's just because I don't know how I would train for that. I think I'd have to buy a treadmill and just like crank it up. Yeah. Yeah. Which to me would lose some of the allure because Mm -hmm. I, part of the reason I love running is because I love being outside. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Summer, winter, I'm outside. Yeah. That's good. I kind of try to avoid the treadmills as much as possible just because it just isn't what, yeah, it's just, it's not as much as I don't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Yeah, understand. Not, that. not a big deal. I know some people. Some people like the treadmill, but I'm not one of them. So I lose the ability to train on hills pretty quickly. Yeah, as, yeah. As a result, but yeah, I, I'd I'd be looking for something over the 50 mile distance. Yeah. So something new to me, and yeah. then concrete, <laughs> which I think is I think is hard to find. So yeah, there's a, there there is a there are a few I believe uh man where where is the pistol ultra I think that's on a lot there's a lot of it is paved but th- there are some too that are like rails to trails yeah. that are it's in there there'll be paved section but also if it's it's like crushed gravel it's not it's like really good like my fastest 100 miler was was on a uh, prairie spirit trail uh in Kansas and it is it's flat man but it's it's crushed gravel so it's really good on your joints it's it's it feels good to run and it's like there's like no, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's essentially like like running on concrete for sure. I was just, I was just at an ultra two weekends ago, supporting, supporting the ultra with our coffee company. We were just brewing coffee and it's a rail to trail. Have you heard of 10 junk miles? Yeah. 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 It was the 10 junk miles rate. So it was the sugar. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. They've got all sorts of differences from the hundred mile down to a half marathon. 
and that it used to be truly a train train track. Yeah. So, yeah. and the, the advice the RD Scott gives is what would a train do? <laughs> yeah. Trains don't suddenly make right-hand turns. Yeah. So don't do that. This used to be where the train was. So yeah. if the train's not making a 90 degree turn, don't make the 90 degree turn. Yeah. Just keep going. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Just... Absolutely. And honestly, going to his races is part of the reason I'm excited to move on back into the ultra distances because the environment, the environment is like no other. Yeah. Yeah. The Iron Man's cool. Don't get me yeah. wrong. A lot what of cool that? people, supportive people. It's definitely a bit more um, commercialized, if you will. Yeah. Yep. Like they, the Iron Man, for a lot of good reasons, needs yeah. more infrastructure to yep. get these done. You know, you need the roads, swim supervision, the whole nine. Um, and as a result, it feels like they have like the Iron Man city when you go. Yeah. They yeah. The athlete town thing. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot <laughs> exactly. more going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that ultra marathons have grown recently mm-hmm. and a lot of people talk about the commercialization of ultras, but, but man, it's, in it's still not, yeah, it's not like Ironman. Yeah, no, it's, it's still a very small knit niche community. And at the end of the day, the people starting up to run a hundred miles, it, it weeds out all of the nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a like unique the, group, man. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And going to those races, getting to meet everybody, it's, it's like no other. And so yeah. I want to be a part of it in so many ways. And that's honestly, that's what brings me into the, the coffee company. So I don't know. We haven't really talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. We need to talk about that, man. Let's let's. Okay. So, okay. Well, so for your hundred miler, like, Hey, I would, I would say that's a great one too, to with, with, uh, I, I had Scott on the uh, podcast too, when I was first oh, starting. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we got to visit and stuff. He's, he's a good dude, man. I, I like next. What he's... I'm going to, I'm going to badger him into letting me come. So he yeah. lives in Chicago. I'm like, I'm going to send him an email and be like, I can ride my bike to the studio. Yeah, Scott, yeah. just let me, let me in. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. T- tell, tell him, tell him I, I, I I'll give you cred. <laughs> like, he was on mine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no man. Um, And that would probably be a great one to do, but there, there are plenty in uh, that, you know, tunnel Hill and some others that are, that, mm-hmm, are, that are flat sure. and that are that would absolutely be fantastic. Heard of that one. Yeah. So, and you know, I, I do have actually one real quick thing. Um, I have two family members, my cousin and cousin's husband. Uh, Annie Weeson, Brian Frame, they are awesome resources to me. She's done FKTs. He is also oh, nice. very involved. He's a coach. He does a lot of stuff in the ultra community too. They would be great people to interview. But he was telling okay. me that he just paced somebody um, at the new, some sort of the New York City 100 miler. Huh. So that is obviously all concrete. Yeah. It's pretty flat. Yeah. And it's, there's an aid station like every mile because it's, Hey, I'm going to dip into this seven 11. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Well, that sounds like that would be a good one too. I kind of tried to look into it. I, part of the problem here is I can't really qualify for anything because yeah. I, I haven't, I, I don't have any previous experience. Well, My hey, resume you, is short. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hey, do you, do you like, I mean, you like to travel? Do you like to, yeah. Have you, have you been to Tulsa? I haven't, but that was, that was one of the uh, last ditch uh, Ironman uh, attempts. Oh, nice. there, there's there's yeah. an Ironman Tulsa that's just yeah. slightly after Chattanooga. So I would have bought myself a little more time, but. Well, well, there's a hundred miler in Tulsa that's done. It's on concrete. It's a 25 mile loop that you okay. do four times. Um, and it's put on by runner's world. They sponsor our podcast. They're friends of oh. mine. 
and yes. you and you use the quick trips, which is like your 7-Elevens, but they're they're much better. And you 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 use your quick trips as aid stations. And then every loop is at the running store and you, you can refill and do some things there. And so, man, dude, that and you get to you basically would tour Tulsa. Uh, and like you go down route 66 and you get to see, oh, really? you know, different things. Yeah. So okay, you, that's the, nice. yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what her date is. I will send it to you, but it's fun, man. You know, if you, especially if you've never been to Tulsa, it'd be a cool way to, to experience it. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, I haven't seen Tulsa and I mean, right there, stop concrete. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're the opposite, dude. I'm like dirt. I want dirt. And you're like concrete, but Hey, whatever. This man, to me, good. this to me is the, do you like IPAs or do you not like IPAs? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's funny. <laughs> like the true beer drinkers like IPAs. They like, they're the trail runners. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. The, I'm, I'm just kind of here for the, the Instagram photos. I want to drink a beer, but it's not going to be an IPA. I'm a concrete runner. <laughs> no, man. It's all, hey, it's, it's all ultra running. It's all covering the miles. It's good. You know, just, but you know, who knows in the middle of it, you may start to, you know, branch branch off and all that but but if you come to tulsa we'll we'll get we'll do a uh we'll do a before interview and we'll do an after oh. interview and yeah. uh well maybe like right after when you're like just dead we'll, we'll just yeah yeah <laughs> so i i'll tell you that if if if, if uh if you come if you decide to do that one uh we'll plan that we'll do an in-person interview before and after Hey, you got it. Not a problem. All right. I'm gonna get, I'll send you the info when we get off. We need to talk about coffee, man. For sure. For sure. Yeah, okay. okay. So, so, okay. So go for I it. love coffee. Everybody, everybody on the, uh, the ultra runners love coffee. We love caffeine. And so, you know, when I, when I saw what you're doing, I was very intrigued. So let's talk about what you were doing and, and, and how you started this process. What happened where you started deciding you were going to become a coffee man making well, coffee? Oh. I, I have absolutely been, I've been a coffee man for quite some time. It, okay, it is, right. it is a third love of mine. <laughs> I don't know. Running is one of them. I don't, I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> family probably. Yeah. Okay. Family. I think yeah, they'd yeah. like to hear that. Yeah. So anyways, I, I drink a lot of coffee. It is, it's something I love. Yeah. Um, I love running and we'll just have that be kind of in the background. That's the foundation. Yeah. Um, but the real story, the origin story is, I was visiting home. I was visiting my parents back in Brookfield, Wisconsin. It was Jenny and I. Jenny is my girlfriend. She makes an appearance on our, our social accounts. I don't know if you may recognize her, but we were, yeah, we were visiting my parents in Wisconsin. We were making breakfast and whatever, whatever breakfast recipe we were doing, it's something called for salt and salt is on the counter. I had had this thought previously. I want to put salt in my coffee. I know it can be done. I put salt on everything in yeah. everything. Yeah. It's, it's like the, it's really the primary electrolyte. I feel like everybody yeah. here listening is like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's true. I mean, you salt, just, yeah. You, yeah. You use salt for everything. I mean, when you go for a run and you come back and you're all like salty, everything you own is suddenly white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Salt. So you eat more salt and I'm thinking, I, I just, I want to try combining the two. It was that simple. I mean, yeah. salt's on the counter, coffee's in hand. I'm watching everyone else make breakfast while I kind of hang out. Yeah. With nothing. I'm making it taste nasty. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I, I give it a go. <laughs> okay. You just pour salt. What's that? 
Did you just pour salt in your coffee? Just oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it goes. Whole, like, just so much. It was pink Himalayan sea salt, which, okay. you know, has a bite to it. Yeah. Yeah. It is a very salty yeah. salt. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't yes. even sound like a word anymore. But yeah, I mean, the first, first attempt, no measurement. It was the consistency of salt water. I mean, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. It was real bad. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, I had to dump it. But I, I was like, you know what? The barrier's broken. There's, There's an idea there. there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, long story short, a ton of trial and error using different sources of sodium, different mm-hmm. sources of the other electrolytes. Yeah. Started off with potassium, some sort of, it was potassium citrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. That even tastes too much like salt. Now we're using gluconate. I mean, it's just kind of in and out, different product experimentations, arrive at a final product. You got your electrolyte profile. It mixes well with the coffee. It's much smoother than that original attempt. Yeah, yeah. And now you have something that means something to me from a personal standpoint. It's the running that I love. It's the coffee that I love. And it's it's putting them together into something that frankly isn't really done a lot. Yeah. So, so did you, had you, uh, I mean, okay. Cause you're going from this idea, but did you, had you roasted your own coffee or did any of that kind of thing at, at before that? Or you just like had to start doing really doing your homework and figure out how you're going to make this work. Yeah, no. So it's, it's, it wasn't like a previous hobby. It wasn't something that I like, I roast my own beans in my free time. And then yeah. therefore yeah. I know how to, you know, go up, about making this product. No, it was just kind of like this organic experience of, I want to do this, but I have no prior experience in these things. I'm not a food scientist. I'm not a professional coffee roaster. I'm none of those things. And so you kind of start to play with it. And I mean, the process took uh, several months, you know, there's only four ingredients and yet there's so many different combinations of those four ingredients. Yeah. You know, it, it took forever to figure out. And we did, we did start roasting our own beans. It's kind of funny. Have you ever seen an unroasted coffee bean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little green it's, medallion yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and you can certainly roast at home. In fact, if anyone is a coffee connoisseur and they find themselves thinking that that sounds cool, give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it's, it's super fun. Yeah. However, it is not particularly scalable. Uh, I can't be yeah. know, flipping coffee beans on the cast iron <laughs> yeah, yeah. all day. So, yeah. uh, you know, any, any more than two people interested in buying long run coffee and I have a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a while. <laughs> so um, actually I work with, I work with a local roaster here in Illinois. They get yeah. all of their coffee beans from all over the world. Uh, they had me out to the facility. They gave me the full tour. That was super cool to see. Yeah. Super cool. They showed me where they get all their beans, how they roast it, where nice. they store it. Yeah, the whole nine. Um, they were actually saying, fun fact, that the the quality of your coffee and the taste profile that it has actually depends on so many factors, one of which is the air quality of what? where it's grown. Yeah. That's crazy. And they get all of their beans tested. So it's not like, uh, oh, you have to be, I mean, I'm sure you do have to be a real coffee connoisseur to tell the difference. Yeah, but they get it all tested after it's all roasted, and they can tell which beans came from where based on different factors like that. That's so cool. That's yeah, crazy. It is, yeah. it is absolutely <laughs> super cool. So they, yeah, they they get our coffee. We we get electrolytes, and then we we have them 
put the two together and they're, they're now our full-time manufacturer. That is awesome. That, that That's such a cool. So yeah. And I'm looking, I'm on your website right now. Cause I was looking oh, beforehand. Sure. Yeah. And I was, I was wondering, like, I was thinking about the profile and like, I see the sodium bicarbonate, the potassium gluconate, the calcium citrate and magnesium citrate. And so how, how, I don't know, that's, that had to be interesting just to go through the different forms of all those electrolytes to figure out. I mean, number one, it has to mix. Number two, it has, it can't, kill the flavor of the coffee and the, mm-hmm. Hey, the long run coffee is great. It's good. I, I have it. I actually have it at work. Cause that's what I make for like, uh, when I get there in the morning after I run and work out and everything, I'll, I'll put in one of the little Keurig Keurig uh, oh, sure. pods. And I just brew my a cup for that. It's to, to replenish my electrolytes after Yeah, that. I tell you, that's, uh, that's like step two. In fact, like this weekend or next I'm adding, I'm going to add that. So we've had people reach out and say, Oh, do you do the, do you do the K cups? Yeah, we want just like the K cups, and that's a great idea. However, I think what a better idea is to just point people in the direction of those reusable K cups. That's what I'm using. It's the yeah. exact same thing, yeah. except now I don't need to order twenty thousand minimum, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. from a yeah. manufacturer, and it's way better for the environment. And considering the the community of people we're talking to here, yeah. the trail runners, yeah, everybody's going to appreciate that. Yeah, so like, maybe we maybe- don't need the plastic. You know, I, everybody can get a reusable one. I feel like a lot of people just don't know they exist. Yeah, I, I use those uh, for, for my coffee at home. And, you know, because I, I have a, my wife doesn't drink coffee because she's, I don't know, a communist or something. But <laughs> she's <laughs> no, just joking. She won't listen. She won't hear this. But anyway, I don't know why she doesn't. She, she tried and she doesn't care for it. So I don't have to brew a whole pot, but I use that's what I use. And yeah. so, man, it's it's perfect. You know, I just pour, pour it in there and it's good to go. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, David, you got in, you got in on this pretty early. I think, I mean, I think I even handmade a prototype and sent it over to you. Really? Prototype. Yeah. It's a funny word to use, but Hey, you should try, I should send you a new, the newer version. I mean, you might've oh. even had a more robust, okay. more robust coffee in your hands. Yeah. Nice. I mean, you, like one of the first ones I made, I was like, I gotta send this to David. I'm really? just going to plug him until he gives me his address. That's awesome. Dude. Send it over. Yeah, that's so cool that you. Yeah, and, and, and it's 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 great. I mean, it's good. I and I like I like a um. You know, that's why I use a dark roast. I like I like something mm-hmm. with a with kind of a bite. You know, I like a good strong coffee, and so yeah, it's good. I now I haven't I haven't tried. I was gonna ask if you, but I see I found it on the site about decaf because I always have a decaf cup at night before I go to bed while while send the kids to bed and we sit down and I drink a decaf cup of coffee. So yeah. I'm going to have to get some of that too. Um, yeah. I'm going to make, I'll be making some, I'll be making an order <laughs> when we quit recording. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, so getting the electrolyte profile was one thing. Um, yeah. it, it wasn't, I will say, so I'm not a food scientist and I have absolute respect for everybody who is an actual food scientist and does all sorts of stuff. And you've had people on your podcast who are in the supplement industry. Yeah. In fact, one of one of your more recent episodes, she runs her own supplement business. I yeah. cannot remember the name of the supplement company. Was was it from uh, Gnarly? Yes. Yes. It yeah. was yeah. exactly what it was. Incredibly knowledgeable, and there's so yeah. much that goes into the different electrolytes beyond just beyond using very simple ingredients. And there's so many other supplements out there that people need or want, all sorts of stuff. Um, but our product is simple. Yeah. Easily understood by the average person. It's made by the average person. Yeah. You know, I think there's a benefit there. You know, you mm-hmm. look at the back and it's like sodium, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to build or understand. I mean, we did we did get some outside opinions on on the specific ingredients we're using and the ratios of the ingredients we're using. Yeah. And after that, it's all checked, good to go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No, it's cool. And 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 every single especially now it is is i don't know what's, how, what's the temperature over there right now what's the hottest you guys are getting you caught us on a cooler day but recently it has been 90 and humid okay well we we were triple digits for almost a month here in oh, yeah, uh, and and humid so like you know our our, our heat index was in the the, the hundred teens yeah. uh for a few and so you we're sweating i mean and i'm outside you know we're sweating like crazy and so and I have trouble, you know, I don't like drinking a whole lot of uh, added things, but I'm always drinking coffee. And so what, I mean, why not, you know, why not drink electrolyte infused coffee to try to put some of that back, you know? And yeah. so, so there you go. That's a good perspective <laughs> to take. Why not do it? There you go. So I'm, there's your advertising slogan. Yeah, I was going to say new marketing <laughs> campaign from David Terry. Why not? We're in the riot podcast. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think it's a cool idea, man. And I, I, I like, I like, um, the entrepreneurial spirit and that you're like, Hey, you know, this would be cool. And you, you started digging and you figured it out and you figured out how to do it. And I, that's awesome, dude. And, and you're a young guy and you know, you're, you're, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's just, it's a cool idea. And, uh, and it take the one I've tasted. It's great. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I hope you succeed, dude. I hope it, you know, I hope it grows and I hope people like it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, here's, here's what I'll say on the matter. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with saw something cool and I'm going for it. And you know, the, the reason behind that is I just, I wanted running to be a bigger part of my life. Yeah. Signing up for the races is awesome. I'm going to keep doing it, yeah. but I wanted to be more involved with the community. And if I can, if I can get that, I'm going to take it. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to be more involved and get to know people and just, you know, experience something new that wasn't just hitting the trails or yeah. the concrete and yeah. run. <laughs> um, and, if, and this is going to be my way of doing so. And, you know, I think, I think people can appreciate that. And I, I want to be clear that, you know, our, our business model here, I say, you know, in air quotes yeah. is not, we're not going to solve any problems. Right. There's no problems that need to be solved that ultra runners don't already know about. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe the guy you had on from ultra spire making all these new products Yeah. that yeah. may be solving actual problems. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like electrolytes, you know, if you have a problem with that, your first stop isn't going to be coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think the, the real, the real problem that we're solving is trying to further the endurance sport community yeah. try to make a community around it we all love coffee yeah we all love running we all love these things the branding is there it is the combination of those things yeah. however the you know the marketing campaign behind this isn't going to be you need the electrolytes right yeah it's join us and grab a piece of this community we're trying to build and you yeah. can be a part of it as much as you want to. Everybody that reaches out to me and they want to be a part of it in some way, by all means, it's not mine. It, it's going to be all of ours. Yeah. Because that's it's cool. just coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're going to races. That's why we're at Scott's race two weekends ago. 
Yeah. Is because we want to be there. We want to talk to people. We're just going to brew it. We're not going to charge everybody who wants a cup of coffee to come over and grab one. You know, we're like yeah. a little cafe and everyone can come hang out. And it's just, it just makes the community a little bit better. Yeah. Well, and, and even for a race, cause I drink coffee at night for the race to keep me, you know, for races to keep me up and, you know, Hey, it's got a little electrolytes in it. Bonus. Yeah. Now that being said, <laughs> after that long winded pitch about it, not yeah. really just being about the electrolytes, here's the deal. Yeah. We're going to make a new one. We're going to make okay. a new product. It's going to be the, it's going to be called the aid station revival roast. Oh, it's I like have, it. It's going to have double the electrolytes. Nice. So now I'm going to go bug Scott again and be like, Hey, this is the one this you is brew the- this at the aid stations. <laughs> hey, double the electrolytes and double the caffeine. Yeah. That's, ah. t- that's super doable. Yeah. Yeah. Not for the, not for the average consumer. We'll put yeah, dude. skull and crossbones on it. That would be uh cause you know, there's like death wish coffee. That's got way a bunch of caffeine or something like that. I haven't tried. Yeah, it yet, for sure. Yeah. So that would be, man, that would be, I don't know what you, you'd have to, you'd, that'd be, a, you have to think of a cool name. Cause I'm looking at your decaf name and it's perfect. The two week <laughs> taper. That's perfect, dude. Cause before a hundred miler, I, I normally taper two weeks. I don't drink caffeine so that it all, so that it, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's everything, awesome. everything we come up with is a little bit sticky. Yeah. You know, it's, there's yeah. some sort of funny name to it. Some sort of, I don't know, pun, if you will. Yeah. Well, you jump miles medium roast. I, I, you, you need to tell Scott, you know, Hey, Oh yeah. Absolutely. Inspired <laughs> by the podcast. Truly. That's awesome. Uh, well, man. Uh, so, so for those, and I, I'm going to have the links to, to, you know, in, in the, in the show notes and everything, but it's, uh, it's www.longruncoffee.com. Easy peasy. And then what, uh, same thing, do a search for long run coffee on Instagram. You guys are on Facebook too. Um, the Facebook is lacking, but it's, it's oh, there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one exists. <laughs> Instagram, it does everybody exist. does Instagram. We're on Instagram, TikTok. I mean, you can oh, you always t- just send me an email and low key. Oh yeah. We're on TikTok okay. for sure. All right. And I'm going to be honest with you. The, the phone number listed on the website is in fact my personal cell phone number. <laughs> so if you want to so get ladies. in contact with us, you want to be a part of stuff, you want to try the coffee, you can just uh, text me. Text. <laughs> you really want to. Wait, he, he's got he's got a girlfriend, ladies. So don't <laughs> don't don't mess him up. It's also the same as the customer service number. So I need you to not tie up the lines. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Oh man. So you're not a booming. Uh... <laughs> no, we'll, we'll grow, we'll grow slowly in a manageable yeah. way. And, you know, cool. we were just kind of talking about this earlier, the, the commercialization of ultra running, you know, I'm going to formally say I'm a part of that now, considering <laughs> I'm doing this. Yeah. However, you know, at the end of the day, it is still a very small, tightly knit community. And yeah. the people going to the ultra races are, they're there to run a hundred miles. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. not just there because yeah. they think it's cool. You know, they <laughs> put in the work Yeah, and they want to be there. Yeah. And whether or not you finish, I would imagine I'm not going to finish my first one. I don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> you deserve to be a part of the community either way. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it is, that's the best part. That's the best part about it is even once it becomes this very popular thing, that's, I'm on the bandwagon here. Yeah. It, it almost doesn't matter. Cause it's still like, there's a barrier to entry. I mean, you're running a hundred miles. Yeah. 
and 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 we didn't even get to share your you know you, you you've run the distance you've done ultra distances before and you've done them for fun <laughs> just yeah I mean, so, <laughs> of course I mean, that's why we're that's why we're all doing it you know yeah. it's funny so when i when i tell people when i tell friends and family that i when i was doing it then i'm going to do it or after it's done that i did this thing it was so for the listeners i ran 50 miles around chicago two big loops so honestly it's the same size loop as what would be in tulsa yeah it's just yeah. two 25 mile loops it's around the city i just went out and did it you know use 7-elevens as aid stations nice. my brother biked next to me for part of it it nice. just you know you set up your own training plan yeah um, if you need to push back a week you do yeah whatever that's kind of why i like it there's no cutoff doesn't matter anyways you just go outside and run yeah and when I tell people that, they're like, you did what? Why did you do that? Yeah, why would you? <laughs> and when I when I say that in this sort of a setting, I'm going to get emails from your listeners and be like, okay, well, now it's time for the real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's true. I, yeah. I would honestly tell you that running 50 miles around Chicago is easier than a trail. It has to be. Yeah. You know, I think... Some, you know, some news outlets, you know, like your average runner's world article may tell you that running on cement is harder for the body. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've run on cement. <laughs> I've run on the trails. And I can tell you that I personally find trails tougher. It's you know, diff different just so stressors. Much more unstable. Different stressors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Different. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah. So I'll be, I'll be you know, looking forward to, and I'm hoping your first hundred miler, you know, maybe it'll be Tulsa. We'll see, but you know, I'll be, I'll be cheering you on, man. I'll be following along no matter what. And, uh, you know, and, and if I can help you in any way, even beforehand, you know, you sounds like you got, you got a pretty good, uh, pretty good people you can call upon for help with, you know, training and all that stuff. But man, I can, you know, if I can help in any way, you let me know, but, uh, I'll definitely yeah, be absolutely. cheering you on, bro. What time of the, what time of the year is that? I mean, I don't even remember. I did it. I don't even remember. It, I know it got hot. Um, you, you, do you do well in heat? <laughs> I, you know what? I do. I I am a personal fan of the heat okay. and humidity. Bring it on. I don't know why. I get cold pretty easily. <laughs> Maybe that's part of okay. it. Dude, okay. It might have to be next year because it's September 24th. <laughs> um. That's Let my me birthday. tell you, it's definitely going to have to be next year. <laughs> <laughs> I can say with certainty. <laughs> well, anyway, but that's an option. That might be, that might be your second, you know, your second one. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I tell you what, I'm going to start looking into a few things. I'm excited for the future. Um, get to do some more ultra distance running, just become a bigger part of the community. So many people to meet. Yeah. I'm sure you are a gigantic gateway into that community. So maybe we can connect at some point if I'm ever in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and I want to encourage everybody check, check it out. Longruncoffee.com. There's a dark roast. There's a medium roast. There's a light roast and there's a decaf. So check it out. And there's about to be <laughs> a double electrolyte, double electrolyte roast. And yeah. So, so, so check it out, man. Um, Anything else before we, before we call it, man, we kind of went over time, but it's, I don't know. We had a no, good talk, man. Uh, I think, I think that'll just about do it. A sincere thank you to you, yeah. David. I know the, the average person you have on here is anything but average. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time talking to me. 
Oh, good visiting with you, man. And look forward to, to, to watching the coffee company grow and watching you hit crush some more miles, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank All you. Right. All right. Take care, Tom. You too.